Welcome to S-Class, the highest tier in podcasting. With me is the turkey of S-Class. It's Robert. That is a very lazy introduction. You're the, you're the main you're course. I thought you were going to gobbler, maybe, or what is the little neck of the turkey called? I call it, it a, a gobbler. Very, no, that's not what it's called. It's, it's really an uncomfortable name. Well, whatever that uncomfortable name is, it's now Robert. Okay. <laughs> and I am the best part of Thanksgiving. I am the stuffing of this podcast, Justin. It's called a waddle, apparently. Ooh. I think that fit. that's very fitting of you. Okay, I'll take the waddle. Uh, guys, we're going to warn you right now. This is going to be an anime-only podcast for this episode because we didn't play any video games the last month. No, I'm still just tickling Splatoon 3 a little bit, but other than that, I haven't played anything. Unless they want to hear me talk about how I finally completed a 1998 Spy Fox game for eight-year-olds. Or a 1999 Pokemon puzzle game. <laughs> also for eight-year-olds. You know, let's just add that one back to the docket, because that's like, that's quality right there. I am so done talking about Pokemon Puzzle League. <laughs> well, guys, uh, we will be talking about all of those games and more next episode on our Game of the Year podcast. So stay tuned for that in two weeks from now. But Robert, why don't we start off with our first anime, which is Blue Lock. Uh, I, uh, I'm kind of bored. Okay, okay, because... You told me that you were really liking Blue Lock episode one, and I dropped it at episode one. Because I actually finished- You dropped it at episode one? I dropped it at episode one because I caught up to the manga. I had finished the manga at this point, and I was really excited for some high Q level Blue Lock anime. And I was like, I hate this. This is like they literally took the Blue Lock manga, put it into a machine, and it just made it worse. I don't know. It was just kind of boring. I got as far as midway through episode four- and then I was just like, I'm not feeling it. It's just doing nothing for me. Is it like the voice acting or is it for me? It's the coloring like the it feels really flat. And also soccer is probably one of the worst things besides basketball to animate because there's so much movement that they're just phoning it in on the end. Not phoning it. in. It's really hard. Um, they're they're not able to have enough budget to make a good animation out of it. I guess it just doesn't feel as electric as I thought it would be. And I think part of that is the color, um, part of that is the animation, but I don't know. It just doesn't have that energy I was hoping for or expecting. You, it's different than, like, you like the manga, right? The, I the love energy. the manga. I've been reading it volume to volume, but I, and each time I picked up the volume, I read through it in one sitting. I flew through it. I loved it. Mm -hmm. But this, like, just to get through, like, an episode, I was pausing and, re and like, watching it again over the course of, like, two or three days. And I haven't had that problem with any other anime this season. This is just, it's just been kind of boring. Okay. I'm not saying I'm glad that you agree with me, but it's interesting that we're on the same page here because YouTube is like blowing up that like Blue Lock is the new Haikyuu. And I'm just like, I'm not seeing it at all. No, it's, it's just not doing it for me. I think one other thing, and this is a problem in the manga as well. I think when they use nicknames, they're very corny and they make me cringe. Like, they call each other, like, egoist and stuff like that. I'm like, ugh, that does not sound cool. Yeah, this also, especially with the anime, it's, it feels like it wants to be really edgy and hardcore, but it also feels like it wants to be, like, a normal shonen sports anime. And it doesn't do either well enough for it to feel like it's doing them well, or, like, an effective way. I think the manga did a good job of creating uh, edgy tone, right? But the anime is falling short on that, so they're n they're not leaning in all the way. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 
Are, are you going to drop it at four and not pick it up? No, I don't know, because I don't feel like continuing to wait for the volumes to come out. But at the same time, uh, I why should I engage with this series in a worse format? So I don't know what I'm going to do yet, honestly. Maybe just like read it online instead of buying volume by volume. Yeah, that might be the move at this and then, point. And then just mass buy the volumes later on. Is Yeah. I think I might pick this one up like in volume format, but I'm on the fence because I don't want to start collecting and then it starts going to shit and I'm just like, oh God, I regret this. Yeah, but that's a, that's a different conversation about collecting in general. Yeah, I'm not I'm not fully confident I'm there yet, but yeah, this this has been an interesting ride for Blue Lock the last few weeks. Okay, so we're both kind of disappointed. Interesting. It's funny because the reason I put this anime next on the docket, which is Chainsaw Man, is because I feel like what what Blue Lock did with like kind of taking the manga and just putting it into the anime machine and just copying panel for panel, Chainsaw Man did a really good job of creating art direction and like it's different it's different enough from the manga that I appreciate what they're doing, but the problem is it kind of has a Comey can't communicate kind of vibe where like wow, they're doing stuff here with the anime, but I am a little bit bored and I can't tell if this is because I'm so far removed from it and I know what's going to happen next or is the pacing just really slow, even though I right. think that they had really good direction with it. I mean, my biggest problem with it as somebody that hasn't watched it and has no intention of watching it is <laughs> how absolutely awful the Chainsaw Man community is online. They're the worst. I'm not going to lie. Um, they they might have toxified the, the bloodstream that I used to love of Chainsaw Man a bit. Um, but I think I'm going to keep up with it. I'm, I'm, I wish I was more excited about it though. And I think some of it gets lost. Cause I think what I loved about the manga is because at the end of every chapter, it was like, what the hell just happened? Whereas here it's like done so clearly that I'm just sort of like, oh, it's not as fun. And, uh, or maybe it just, it's best on first read or first watch. So is it kind of losing that over the top, what the hell is going on feeling? Yeah. It kind of, that's what because kind of it's almost too in. well done. I don't know if it's because it's too well done or because I've seen it before. Right, right. And also some of the jokes just don't land. Like the facial expressions mm. and the jokes I thought were one of the great parts of the manga. Um, and this is like the jokes pass by pretty quickly because it's being animated. You can't really stick to a panel and laugh out loud. <laughs> right, I gotcha. Like kicking Aki in the balls or like uh, and anything like that. And I think part of the humor is in the manga is like how kind of choppy his artwork is mm-hmm. and like how ugly everything looks. <laughs> so it's like kind of, it's it kind of funny in a way. Oh God, I'm not going like down this see, rabbit hole you, with you. When you see Denji's face and it's so horrifically ugly, even though he's like got a dumb smile on his face, you just kind of do have to laugh. It's goofy, you know, in a weird yeah, it's kind goofy. of way. Um, I don't think he's a bad artist. He's just a really ugly artist. Maybe, maybe that's the case. And I think that's his style, and that's fine. It's not It's not that he's a bad artist, it's just he's a hideous, ugly artist. <laughs> I hate his art. <laughs> I know you hate his art, because we, we had I a discussion. I find his characters hideous. Dude, I think his girls are hot, but um, enough about that. But that's how, that's how I'm <laughs> feeling about Chainsaw Man. Uh, and one more thing is, like, I used to not give a shit about Pochita, but they really made Pochita, like, really lovable in the first episode. I mean, Pochita's just incredibly forgettable uh, overall in the manga, so... Yeah, they, they did a good job of characterizing Pochita and the zombie devil and these kind of, like, one-off characters that just felt like they're there to die, essentially. Yeah. Spoiler alert, everyone is there to die. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone. More or less. 
All right, Rob, why don't you tell us about Spy Family Season 2? It's good. It's what's Spy Family. <laughs> Watching it with my wife. We watch it every Saturday. We enjoy it. It's good. I mean, look, what else is there to say about Spy Family at this point? Everyone watches it. Everyone loves it. It's selling gangbusters with the manga volumes. The merchandise is all over the place at this point. It's Spy Family. I, I, it's, it's, it's good. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but maybe I'll jump back in. But no, no production quality issues. No, I not that I've noticed. Uh, the funny thing is, my wife is not familiar with the fact that animes changed their theme song after twelve episodes. Oh, was she shocked? She really, she really loved the original one, and oh, then no. like, so she watches the first episode. She was like, "This is different. Where's the other theme song? I love that one." <laughs> and so I told awesome. her, "I was like, this is how it goes. Whenever you watch an anime, you'll end up loving this theme song too." And by the third episode, you know, she's jamming out to it. She's all okay. about it now. That's so that's so funny. That's like very cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, it's good. It's spy family. I, I just saw one of my favorite scenes of the manga. It's the one where uh, I saw this on YouTube and it's like, do you understand grammar now? And she's like, oh, my God, I was grammar? literally about to say that exact scene. Yep. <laughs> that is my one of my favorite scenes in the manga. Ever. I love like, that scene. It's, it's so, so funny. <laughs> What's uh, a grammar? <laughs> I, th- I think I'm going to jump back in. Yeah, I got to re- rekindle the love of Spy Family. And the manga's been yeah. absolutely fantastic the last few weeks as well. It, yes, it has been. All right, Rob. It's time <laughs> for the smut. Oh, boy. Which one? <laughs> uh, Uzaki-chan Season 2. Uh, this is definitely more Uzaki-chan. Uh, Can you get more than I'm this enjoying much? enjoying it. It's, it's, <laughs> look, I think Uzaki-chan... I'm trying to remember like my um, order of watching the smut. I think Nagatoro was my gateway smut, and yes. then Uzaki-chan was what I watched next. And I thought uh, I don't know if Komi is smut or not, but I think Komi's Komi not really like, smut. But Uzaki-chan awesome. most definitely, definitely is smut. From episode and... one, there's a lot of <laughs> full-on boob grabbing. <laughs> this season has been ridiculous because a lot of this season is uh, Uzaki's family. And her mother's entire storyline is that he that she thinks that uh, the main character Sakurai wants to have an affair with her and Uzaki, but he really just wants to pet the cats at their house. Dude, but you've like, been the- telling me this since season <laughs> one. What do you mean that this Continuous. is a story? This is an how, overarching plot. <laughs> how how can this plot? Can, is this like a running gag or is this an actual plot? No, it's just a, there's no plot. It's a running gag, but it's hilarious. I, I thought this was like a full story arc of her being <laughs> sus about about the boyfriend. I mean, that basically is what the mother's character arc is, and it's fantastic, oh. and I love it, and it's been great. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, anything else to say about Big Titty Uzaki-chan and Big Titty Mom? Um, oh, she's also got a Big Titty dad, and he's hilarious. The storyline with the dad is that Sakurai goes to join a gym, and the dad like runs a gym, and the dad loves Sakurai but doesn't realize that him and Uzaki are a thing. So are we're they still a not thing at officially? that. Not really, but kind of. Okay. It's it's mm. it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's rom com smut. It doesn't matter. They're at second. But either phase, way, it's hilarious. But they're not together yet. <laughs> no, no, they have, don't even hold hands. <laughs> it's a good time though. It's fun. Oh God. I, I am so annoyed by how far this is going to go in our anime of the year, <laughs> in like a month. I'm going to be like, I need top to kill 20. this. I got to kill 20. this thing. You got so much smut in the top 20 last year. Um, well, I'm just going to tell you right now, there's going to be a lot more smut in our anime oh, of the year God. this year. So get ready for it. I'm not ready. I don't know how <laughs> I can prepare myself for this. 
Rob, let's talk about anime number five, which is Do It Yourself. Oh, this is so good. This is like, this is, I think, the K-On of an era of our, of this new current era of, so K-On came out in what, like 2010, probably? Mm, maybe even earlier, give or take, yeah. Ten, over 10 years ago is K-On. Do It Yourself is another, I think, anime original, just really good, cute girls doing cute things, slice of life, instead of playing instruments it's doing diy they have a little clubhouse shed where they're building their little projects um it's just it's really really comfy and it's got a really unique animation style um the theme song is absolute fire i think it's going to be among our ops of the year it's just it does cute girls doing cute things exceptionally well it's like it's up there among that that genre it's really good i watched episode one and i agree with you the the art direction is fantastic like i really love what they did with it it is exceptionally slow yes it's supposed to be what do you expect <laughs> I, i'm sort of like waiting i'm like okay is something going to happen no 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 it isn't <laughs> that's the beauty of it nothing's happening it, i really want them to start building things and kind of getting into like that part and then they're like we're gonna recruit all the club members i was like no this is this is very anime bullshit and no, i no, don't no, no. i don't no, have no, the no, patience no. for it right now i you see that's the weird thing about it is like i could see where you would feel that way that it's slow but i'll fly through an episode of this where and i'll sit there in one sitting and I'll be like oh my god that's it it's over whereas with blue lock <laughs> i can't even get through 10 minutes the, the high-flying soccer manga is too slow but the <laughs> like this girl's so stupid this girl is so dumb and her name it, is <laughs> yui seferu <laughs> do it yui seferu <laughs> i like how so like stupid. they're so self-aware they're like that's your name. It's just like she the club. Realize That's it. Crazy. She's so stupid, and I also don't like the Sundere neighbor best friend. Oh no, no, no! Wait, wait. In the most recent episode, it's very like it seems like ninety percent possible this is about to turn into Yuri. There's a lot of sexual tension. Not gonna lie, <laughs> it's there and it's growing. Is it? Should oh, I'm I continue you, forward? Really is growing. Yes, I, I would implore you to continue forward. I will give it two more episodes based on your recommendation. I don't, the thing is, I don't hate it at all. I'm just like, I don't know if this is what I need right now. Which is fair, but you can see why I like it. For sure. Yeah, I have, see, I have respect for this. I think Nagatoro's pure trash, Uzaki's pure <laughs> trash. This, this is a piece of art that just might not vibe with me, but I do appreciate it and I can see it. But I respect like when that. I, when I watch Uzaki-chan, I'm like, this is literal garbage. Like, this is what I take out on Friday night. Like, this is trash. <laughs> I love it. <sighs> Robert, let's move on to the next one, which I actually really enjoy, which is Bochizuraku. Oh, you've watched it? So I'm up to date. I'm all at five episodes. Uh, I, I took a nap a couple of days ago. I woke up at like midnight. I was like, I need something to like kill some time so I can get back to sleep. And I watched all four episodes. And this is just like a little tidbit on the side. So I've been taking Japanese class and I was able to read the title and it's literally... Bochi Zeraku. Zeraku. <laughs> Zeraku. With Z A, which I thought so was. So you've very, been enjoying it. I really liked it. Um I think the most recent episode was like a little slow, but like the first four episodes, I was like, man, I need more of this. Yeah. It's like, once again, like Kaon, except in this one, they actually do play their instruments. The thing is, 
you called this one where the main character is so stupid. I think Yuasefuru is way stupider than Bochi. I think Bochi just has ridiculous social anxiety that's just hilarious. But Bochi's so like funny with I love when they draw her really, really poorly because she's having like an existential meltdown. And yeah. She's just like rapidly shaking. I love the the like where her eyes are like totally out of alignment <laughs> and they're just pure white and she looks like a fucked up stick figure. Exactly. It's it really kills good. me each time. It's so funny. Yeah, I love it so much. And um it's it sucks when you have a music anime because th- once again the animation costs so much time. So like you can tell when they're kind of like, oh, here's Butchi in the bottom right hand corner with her all of her hands being covered, but she's playing the guitar. Or like where they just like do a PowerPoint type of style to kind of hide it, which I was like, damn, yeah. I wish they got more budget. I don't blame them. But um, nah. when they when they put the budget in, like episode five, I was like, oh yeah, this is Oh this. yeah, where they were actually like playing as a band. That was I rewatched and, like, that. Butchie was like, like rocking parts. out. Yeah. Yeah, it looks so good. This one is also another one that has a lot of Yuri vibes and they're not even just vibes like i think it's just blatantly gay which is like pretty cool that it's not weird they're just like oh my god i love this girl i'm like okay cool yeah no it's just it's integrated into the plot and it's just there it's it's a good way to do it yeah and there's no like no one's freaking out about it these girls yeah just, yeah these girls just love each other <laughs> yeah although i just don't see how they become an actual functioning band <laughs> oh, it's never gonna happen <laughs> bochi is worthless <laughs> Here's the thing. The whole anime falls apart as soon as she becomes a functional human being. Right. That's the issue, isn't it? So we're just going to get pure social anxiety. And then once she finally breaks out of her shell, it's like, well, this is over. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're never going to have it happen. She's going to have meltdowns every single episode. (laughs) And then she'll come through at the the brink of it. And then she'll like vomit. And then we'll restart again. That was hilarious. At the end of the last episode, they just showed like all the footage, the live action footage of dams across Japan as she was vomiting. <laughs> she just, I love her like imagination too. How like she imagines the world just falling apart before her eyes. Because she's like, "Don't make me work another job," or like, "You have one on your mind right now." And then at the end, where she they say that they have to sell each sell five tickets, and she's listing out her mom, dog. her dad, her sister, and her dog, which the she's dog. legitimately like thinking of her dog as somebody that she could give a ticket to she's like who's my fifth person like she's freaking out it's it's really good meanwhile she has a dog it has been enjoyable i've really liked it you know who else is like blatantly gay uh the older sister and the black haired uh, oh yeah definitely yeah Yeah. blatantly love it yeah who of the four is best girl (laughs) uh i like i like the uh the latecomer the one that ran away from the band oh the redhead yeah the redhead uh, i'm a fan of the blue hair one who the redhead is also a big fan of <laughs> yes <laughs> she's funny like she's funny too i like how she's just such a piece of shit like hey come meet me at this cafe oh by the way i didn't bring my wallet treat me I, she sounds a lot like me no wonder you love her <laughs> uh, it's so deeply ingrained i can't help myself yeah there you go <laughs> it's just so relatable for you <laughs> Which one am I? Am I Bochi? That makes you Bochi, yes. Oh, God. <laughs> Zoraku. <laughs> Zoraku. Okay, I'm, I'm glad we're on the same page with Bochi. Yeah. Oh, do, you have, do you have a best girl for do-it-yourself? Um, I really like the girl with the hoodie, but I haven't met her yet. Um, hmm, that's a good question. I think it's These club are the real manager. questions. Yeah. Uh, the orange hair senpai? Yeah, yeah, club manager. 
She seems like a stick in the mud, but we'll we'll see. We're gonna get no, to know no, her. No, 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 you, you don't know her yet. I don't <laughs> know get her. Yet. To know her. Don't, I'm judging before I know her. <laughs> you will. You'll get to know her. Okay. All right, Rob. Let's bring it. Let's let's bring in the time capsule and go to the original smut. Let's talk about Urusei Yatsura. Oh my god, I look forward to this so much each week. Is it, it good? Is so good. I actually, you know what? I know I said Do It Yourself has the best theme song of the season, but the theme song to this is phenomenal. It is okay. so good. It is unskippable. I guess I have to watch some Urusei Yatsura. You can see why it's like the original rom com smut in all the best ways. It it just like it's fun. It's like watching something out of a time capsule, but it has this modern animation and this really like colorful art style that just pops so exceptionally well. It's like your eyes just enjoy looking at it. I, I don't really know how to explain it. Like even if there's not much going on, you know, in a scene, it just it looks really nice. And you're like engrossed in that. You're captivated by that. So it, it keeps you like really just focused on the show. And it doesn't hurt that Lum is one of the most beautiful anime characters of all time. <laughs> oh, she, we haven't updated the uh, the nominations, cause, but she's definitely going to be on Waifu of the Year, isn't she? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Honestly, this, this what is this, the winter season? No, this is the fall season. Fall season. This fall no. anime season has been spectacular and filled with Waifu after Waifu. It's just, wow. Season of the year so <laughs> wow. far, for sure. Wouldn't you agree, though? Wow. This, is, this <laughs> wow. has been a phenomenal season. And even if everyone's not a home run, like I can appreciate all the different things that are happening right now. Yeah, uh, this is I want, I want, I want to taste everything. Most. So it's, yeah. it's hard. Can, can you give me like a premise? Because I've seen Urusei Yatsura since I was a kid. She's a she's a alien, is that right? She's an alien, like an Oni alien. Um, and the main character is just this kid that's like an absolute piece of garbage, like womanizer, high school kid. And um, he accidentally proposes to her, like when they come to invade Earth and like he's chosen as like the hero of Earth, he has to catch her. And if he catches her, like the aliens will leave and everything's okay. Um, so he catches her, but in the process accidentally proposes to her and then she falls in love with him and refuses to leave his side. But he hates her because he just like, <laughs> He loves the chase. He loves like trying to get women to like him. Right. So since she loves him, he absolutely can't stand her. So it it's like just me. like the hijinks of that. <laughs> it does sound like <laughs> Except for the success with women, but besides that, oh, yeah, he's got no. commitment and, issues. And it, it's just it's hilarious because everyone hates him. His parents hate him. Like <laughs> Do you think this guy's ever gonna his get his own chat video or no? He's too too dicky. He might I think I could work with it because he he is the original rom com like Chad bro. I think we could make it work. The grandfather of Chad's. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a video. There you go. I love it. I've really been enjoying this. Okay, I'll check it out. And the animation's good. Oh, it's phenomenal. I I really like it. Okay, I'll I'll get a couple episodes in before anime of the year. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Robert, anything else that we don't have on the docket you want to throw on here, or you're good? Anime-wise? Anime-wise. No, wise. I think that covered everything I'm watching this season, and I don't think I've started reading anything new. Okay. Uh, one last thing I'll shout out is I just sent you a link yesterday, maybe. I'm rereading all of Slam Dunk. I have like five volumes to go. 
man, is that a good manga? Um, there, there are some things that I am catching for the first time because I didn't realize how bad the scans were. And rereading it, I'm like, oh, that happened? Um, You're reading the physical volumes, right? Except for volume 19, which I still Right, yes. which you don't have. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll just kind of sit in my little nook next to my bed and I'll read like two or three volumes before I go to bed uh, for the past week. But one thing I sent over to you was they have this chapter called 10 Days Later. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you had a chance to read it yet. Yeah, I've actually seen that before. Oh, okay. I had seen that prior to you sending that to me, actually. Yeah. Okay. I just found that for the first time, like literally five years after I read it for the first time ever. And it was just really cool to see everyone after the very end of the manga, what's going on 10 days after their life. And it's like Ayako-chan's going for a run because she's like trying to lose some belly fat. And she sees the coach <laughs> and he's like, I have to lose some weight for my health. And she's like, let's say we never saw each other. <laughs> like little things like this is just like little yeah. subtle stuff. And I really enjoy it. Yeah, no, it was very cute. It was it was a nice little thing to tack on at the end of Slam Dunk. Yeah. Um, but I think that's everything in terms of anime and manga. And we're going to totally skip over the video game section and go into... What time is it, Rob? The big news, Morgans. Breaking news. It's also a very light section. <laughs> oh yeah, there's not a lot of news this week either. <laughs> Rob, can you give us our only legitimate piece of news, which is Ghibli x Star Wars? So, literally, like, I think it was just yesterday, um, Studio Ghibli and Star Wars, like, tweeted like a little video with the Studio Ghibli logo appearing, the Lucasfilms logo appearing, and everyone's like, oh my god, what are they doing? What is this collaboration? And then today, they release a three-minute short, and it's not even, like, really a short. It's, it's like, hand-drawn, but, like, really not that in-depth, not a lot of animation of Baby Yoda <laughs> and playing with soot sprites for about two and a half minutes. Was it cute, or was it, like, why was this existing? It was cute, but I feel more of the why does this exist kind of frustrated. My only thought is that it's kind of more of a, hey, look, we're collaborating and this isn't it. You know, this is just a cute little thing to hold you over, but we're working together. I don't know. I hope so. That would be cool. I'd like to see like a 15, 20 minute like actual you know, Studio Ghibli made Star Wars story. I think it could be cool, but... In the vein of Visions or something like that, right? Right, just like how they did with the Star Wars Visions. I think that could have been really cool. That's what I That's what I had speculated it was going to be. And then we get this, not that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it'd be really funny if uh, Miyazaki's final film is a final Star Wars movie, like a full 90-minute <laughs> Star Wars film to end his career. It would be pretty dope, honestly. That'd be pretty cool. I'd actually have to watch that. I learned about Star Wars. <laughs> but you don't like time. Star Wars. You're not a Star Wars guy. Big fan of Phantom Menace. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's the first, it's the best movie I've ever seen. And the second best movie is episode four. And I haven't seen the rest of them. That's oh, don't get me wrong. Phantom Menace is my third favorite Star Wars movie. So I'm like... Is it really? I, yeah. Yeah. That's so hilarious. I'm not like too... It's not too out there to like Phantom Menace. Rob, I think, I think we're here. Rank your Star Wars films. Oh, okay. So it's... Number one is Empire Strikes Back. Number two is A New Hope. Number three is Phantom Menace. Number four is Return of the Jedi. Number five is Revenge of the Sith. Number six is Attack of the Clones. There are no sequels. You don't count they don't the exist. actual sequels. sequels. No. If I were, then it's Force Awakens. And I refuse to rank Last Jedi. I never saw the ninth movie because Last Jedi was that bad. Where does Mandalorian fit if, it's, it's, if the series is a movie? 
Um, I'd put Mandalorian probably above Phantom Menace, and I put Andor above Mandalorian. Andor's wow. the new Star Wars show, and it's been amazing. And I didn't rank Rogue One because I, I don't know where to fit that in. Probably after Phantom Menace. That's a pretty yeah. impressive uh, coming out for those last two. Andor has been phenomenal. I know this is I... an anime podcast, but it, it's <laughs> it might be... It might be the best piece of Star Wars content ever made, but I refuse to not have Empire Strikes Back as my favorite Star Wars thing of all time. Oh, wow. That's yeah, that's pretty impressive. It's uh, been that good. Because you guys haven't been talking about it as much. Like when um, Mandalorian came out, you guys were talking about it every single week. But Andor, you're like, have you have you seen Andor? And then like it sort of ends there. So I didn't realize it was that high on your list. Oh, it's, it's phenomenal. Very it's so good. But it, it's the problem with it is that it's, it's too good to be Star Wars. It doesn't feel, <laughs> it doesn't really feel like Star Wars. If like, ah, it's like a Breath of the Wild Zelda it, type of comparison. Yeah. If it didn't have like tiny aspects of Star Wars here and there, I would have thought it was like just a sci fi show and a really good one at that. But I don't know. I still love it. It's great. Well, there's our Star Wars section for Big News and Morgan's <laughs> Breaking News. Take over uh, for that. <laughs> all right, Rob. Let's move into our final piece of breaking news, which is news for us. And that is S-Class is playing Yu-Gi-Oh! again. We are back and with a vengeance. How many cards did you order? I spent about 100 bucks, including like gifts for other people. Um, Am I among those other people? Yeah, you, you got some. you got some stuff. <laughs> Awesome. Some interesting little tidbits. <laughs> All right. Um, but maybe I bought like maybe 90 to 100 cards. And then I bought these really nice. Uh, they have these boxes for speed duels. And they have eight 25 card decks. So mm-hmm. they're okay. all commons and they're all kind of shit. But like they're going to be a good. I can steal a couple things from each of them. I gotcha. Yeah. And it was only like 18 well, bucks. So it's like a steal. Did you have any cards lying around? I had zero. I you used to have okay. uh, quite a good deck, at least a lot of rare cards, and then we left it at... Don't, don't shake your fucking head at me. No, your de- your deck was not good. Your deck was like a quarter of what my deck is. Get out of here. Yeah, it was Dude, not good. M- my original deck was actually legitimate. I think It was a poor man's were- version of my deck. Get out of here. I th- Honestly, it probably is a poor man's version of what your current deck is. But we were pretty right. even back in the day. And then I tried to switch... Dude, I think I might have beaten you. <laughs> this is outrageous. And then you used to cheat. You had a time wizard and a baby dragon in your deck also. Um, yeah, and I still beat you. Use it, no, because you cheated. Okay, that's the point of Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm, I'm done with this part. We're moving on. Um, and then I changed my deck to like a Dark World deck, and it just sort of fell apart. And then yeah. we left it at our friend's house, and his mom's like, I'm going to clean the house. And she just threw out all of our Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Terrible. I don't um, know why you left them there, but... Wait, we were so there every week. Now you ordered about ninety cards. Are you trying to make two decks, or you're just trying to piece together? I have three decks in de- progress right really? now. Really? Okay. I yeah. actually uh, we went to Target yesterday, and I saw like a structure deck, and it was like the perfect structure deck to go with the Kaiba starter deck I had. And I also have like a bunch of cards from the past, and I really made one? like a really sick Kaiba deck. Yeah. I I, th- I don't know where the heck I saw this. I think I saw it on YouTube, but like apparently blue eyes decks are like swarming shelves of Target. Really? Okay. So I have well, I made like a really cool like Kaiba deck, like combining those two decks and some other cards that I had laying around because I like did some research on like what would be good for 
like a Kaiba deck or a dragon deck. And I ended up having like a ton of cards that worked for it. So I got a nice little fun deck there and I revamped my um, warrior deck quite a bit as well. I'm contemplating re I haven't bought any cards for warrior, but I'm really contemplating building one out. Cause it's just kind of comfy. Like it's just a very straightforward. I'm here to attack you. I'll get rid of some of your spell cards and then I'll do damage to you over time. Some of these new cards are just so fancy that I'm like, Oh man, like I don't yeah. want to read this much. Um, I so will I'm, tell I'm on you, the fence. my warrior deck is a little bit more than a warrior deck now. I'd say it's built around slowly raising my life points and slowly taking away other people's life points with like magic and trap cards as well as monster effects. I've, I've revamped it quite a bit that I don't even know that I need monsters to win. So it's like 10% warriors, 90% cheating is what you're trying to tell me? Uh, I'd say 50-50. <laughs> Either way, it's going to be fun. I'm excited. I, I think I'm going to get wrecked the next few times just because I don't have everything in place yet. But I'm excited to just sort of like put things in a test run and see how they work out. It's time to duel. I got one deck that's uh, I think it'll be pretty fun. You're not going to give me anything, though? You're not going to tell me? No, you're going to have to see it for yourself. I think it'll be okay. fun when you lose to it, though. Okay. Can, can we give the viewers and the listeners a little preview of uh, one of your decks? You have three decks. Okay, I'll take the other something. two. Yeah, 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 I got uh, one Cyber Dragon deck that I'm working on, and I got one Hero deck. But I just feel like, I think those will be really fun to play, but they're kind of generic at this point because they're so anime-y focused. So I just yeah. I want to get a third deck that was kind of mine. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. I wanted to revamp my Warrior deck because I did want to do, you know, I wanted to change things up. And then the Kaiba deck, I really wanted to make my own. So it's like half of what it was when we played it last time. Okay. I've really like revamped that as well. Cause it's, it's, what's the fun in just like buying 40 cards that you read online go well in a deck together? It's more fun yeah. when you figure it out on your own and you're piecing something together and you see a card, you're like, oh my God, this works well. Yeah. For some, for the Cyber Dragon, for the Hero deck, uh, I did go on like some YouTube and I just bought all like the really cheap ones. I was like, this will be my base. And then I'll pull from those structure decks yeah. and like add pieces in and see if it works. Just, no, I'm with it. you on that cheap ass also uh, <laughs> well yeah some, some cards were like 10 15 a single card i was like i don't care about winning that much yeah <laughs> i i will tell you i have spoken to our friend kevin recently and he has spent an exorbitant amount of money just to make us so butthurt oh no how much has he spent i cannot tell you we have a <laughs> no, you, to disclose you, this amount. you have to tell me at this I point can't. i will wait, tell wait. you this what what are you gonna say i was gonna say is it over under 500 dollars I will not say. Oh I, will tell you this <laughs> I will tell you this much, though. He He's only bought secret rares. Every oh card I think in his deck is a secret God. rare. He's a little <laughs> schmuck. So it's over $500. Okay, wait, wait. I, I cannot oh. agree. No, I'm not saying anything more. Oh. You can't just no, keep throwing numbers one at more. me. Over, no, under no, 1000 you get nothing. You get nothing. Over, under, a th oh my God, he spent more than $1,000 on this I'm not deck. saying anything. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> I, I spent twelve dollars. <laughs> this kid spent a grand. I think for myself, I spent about seventy dollars so far. But I think I'm willing to spend another fifty, probably. But, I think I'm pretty good at twelve. Well, you have about a few hundred dollars worth of cards from previous, right? Yeah, over the last twenty years. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying, like, you. Oh have my a, god! A base to no, it's longer than that. We're so we're so old. <laughs> I mean, dude, we've been playing since third grade, which is when we were eight. So about 22 years, maybe. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wonder if you still have any of those starter packs. Like, 
I do. Cards I, from those. I didn't lose any of my cards. I have all of my Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Um, I actually just took them all to my apartment uh, a couple days ago, just so that I could rebuild, you know, these decks. This is like w- way long ago. I was probably still early teenager, like 12, 13. And I have some really poor, distant cousins that lived in Philadelphia. And my mom was like, we're going to go meet your cousins. Like, who the hell are these folks? She's like, bring them some stuff. So I gave them like a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh cards that I didn't have in my decks. And I regret it now because I've never seen them again. Built no relationship with them. Nah, that's that's not okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm a, good, I'm a good person. I'll I'll donate things, but not, not Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Come on. We draw a line in the sand somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we have to. That's what separates us from the animals. <laughs> All right. Uh, we will come back probably in a few weeks and talk about our Yu-Gi-Oh! misadventures because we have Game of the Year coming up in two weeks and then our anime and manga pre-show and anime and manga of the year in one month from now. So I hope you guys are looking forward to that. Robert, we do not have any emails today. So is there any final word you'd like to leave our audience with? Uh, you know what? Now that you're mentioning all that, they probably won't hear from us in this format until around January. So... Mm-hmm. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. We'll see you in 2023. Well, I mean, you're going to hear from us over the course of a number of videos before that. But, you know, you get what I'm saying. If you only listen to our monthlies. <laughs> Those, that very specific pool of people who only listen to our <laughs> monthly podcast that have 30 views, then Happy New and Year. And no other content. And Merry Christmas and Happy Thanksgiving. There you go. Later, guys. <laughs>